The final score, Wrexham 4, Britain Ferry 0. The doubleheader finally completed and Wrexham victorious in both. This was a, a peculiar game in many ways. Starting off with the team sheets, when Britain Ferry, who we are led to understand, had their Christmas due the night before and therefore only picked three of the players who started the Sunday previously and indeed only picked one substitute. So a very denuded squad for them. Wrexham, apart from Louis Jones being out injured and Louis Shadoran as well not being available, uh, were able to pick a, a very, very strong team. And the sensations in the first 15 or so minutes was that this was going to be an absolute thrashing. Britain Ferry couldn't get out of their penalty area. They When they made clearances, they were just hacked clearances and the ball was coming straight back in again. The strikers, uh, interestingly, Lucy Strong and Lowry Baker, two of the three players who actually started in the previous match, were up front in the 4-4-2 and therefore really rather isolated. And yeah, it just felt like a thrashing was about to happen. But the goal didn't come. In fact, really, the, the, the clear-cut chances didn't come, in all honesty. Wrexham looked good, moved the ball around nicely, got into very dangerous positions in the penalty area, but that final ball or the final shot just wasn't quite there for a variety of reasons. One of which was that, you know, having assumed that Britain Ferry are going to get walloped, it became apparent after a bit that, no, they weren't. They were defending terrifically well. In fact, in the first half, the keeper, uh, the backup keeper, should I say, Joanna Novak Allen, had very little to do. I said it was 4 4 2. I just hit me, I'm wrong. They switched to three at the back. Really, it was five at the back. But that five narrowed down and really worked hard defending the penalty area. And so for Wrexham, it was like half chances. Haitley, left sided centre back, was well tackled in the box by Cara Jones. She tried to cut inside, drove in a powerful shot, but it was deflected away. TJ Jenkins had a free kick from 20 yards out, which she looped over the keeper, but just over the bar as well. Rosie Hughes dinked a lovely little pass over the top. Cara Jones bursting down the right channel, but Lowry Ridings, the third of the players who had kept her place, uh, came across and intercepted. Got to say, Ridings was magnificent, even though you know the whole Britain Ferry side deserved credit for the way they dug in. The truth is that if Ridings hadn't been there, it could have been a deluge. Then it was a poor pass out by the goalkeeper. Cara Jones, 25 yards out, understandably, tried to hit it back in early before the keeper was in position. Got a bit too much on it, though, and put it over the bar. So the keeper, not as I said, really getting worked. Not even when TJ Dickens gave up a beautiful illustration of technique. I mean, goodness me. The ball was cleared back out after a long spell of pressure by Wrexham. Dickens attacking it a good 30 yards out. Nailed it on the volley. Absolutely perfect, pure strike. It whistled just over the bar. I mean, if that had gone in, what a goal. Utterly unsavable. But again, a little bit off target. And after about 25 or so minutes, things started to fundamentally shift. Britain Ferry started to work through midfield a bit better rather than just knocking the ball clear. Started to feed the strikers a bit. I'm not going to go so far as to say that they made chances, but the game became different. Britain Ferry, to their enormous credit, were making a game of it now, were holding Wrexham at bay. And frankly, the last 15 minutes of the first half were actually a little bit uncomfortable. Wrexham, with that knowledge that they were a far superior side, but having not even looked really like scoring, although shots, as I said, tended to be off target and tended to be around the edge of the area, 
Britain fairly defending superbly and then starting to come into it a bit more. I was starting to feel a, a touch uncomfortable. Wrexham did have another opportunity after a goal kick didn't get very far. Cara Jones headed down the channel. Hughes breaking into the box. Nice idea, sort of speculative snapshot because the ball was going away from where the angle was was swiftly closing down for her to try a shot. She hooked it across goal but couldn't put it inside the far post. A clever effort. Gibbard also had a good dipping 25-yarder which just cleared the bar. And then something very worrying happens. Rosie Hughes went down injured. She was in a challenge of riding, not a foul, uh, but she had to stretch to force the ball out wide to keep a move going and looked uncomfortable. She went down but got back up again. But a few minutes later... She sat down again, and this time you just knew, okay, this isn't this isn't good. Rosie Hughes doesn't tend to go to ground for absolutely no reason. And indeed, she had to be withdrawn. Uh, Ava Suckley coming on with a couple of minutes of the half left. We understand she's opened her knee up, and hopefully it's nothing more than that, and she'll be able to, to come back after the short mid-season break that we're looking at now. Anyway, the second half, having you know, been a little bit concerned... In the last minutes of the first half, Wrexham came up very positively. The second half really was massively one-sided. Wrexham's fitness definitely played a part. Britain fairly tired. Wrexham certainly, it was very similar in a way to Saturday's game, uh, came out having been told, get crisper, get sharper. And from the very start, Wrexham were coming forwards, were on the front foot, were knocking nice little passes around and were... Hitting Britain fairly quicker. In the first half, you just felt maybe the, the passing was a little bit too slow. Britain fairly were comfortable in their defensive shapes, defending the penalty area. In the second half, Wrexham didn't allow them that luxury. Moved the ball around a lot quicker. Lots came down the right-hand side. Pritchard overlapping brilliantly to support the outstanding Cara Jones. And then also, rather entertainingly in the second half, Karen Allen stepping up from centre-back and just turning into a winger on many occasions and linking up with them. And, it, yeah, it was decisive that Wrexham dominated so much on the right-hand side. The left-back, Ella Greenaway, battled bravely. Had to be sub near the end because she was just getting overwhelmed, to be fair, by... She was getting overloaded. I'm not, not, not trying to criticise her, although Pritchard did have the beating of her. But, yeah, everything came down the right and looked so dangerous. And the first really good chance of the half was the breakthrough in the 55th minute. Gibbard managing to square the ball in the edge of the area to Cara Jones. And she lashed in a powerful low shot. Uh, I think the goalkeeper, Novak Allen, will be disappointed. It was saveable. She got down behind it, but it squirmed through her hands at the inside of the post and went in. And Wrexham had the lead and would continue from this point to dominate and really start to create chances. It was a brilliant one-touch move next down the right-hand side. Allen and Pritchard and CJ Jones, CJ, uh, Cara Jones feeding it back to Pritchard who was who was breaking down the right channel and looked in on goal but was denied as she pulled the ball across Suckley just beaten to it on the edge of the six yard box important save then a couple of very similar incidents again Wrexham breaking down the right and Amber Lightfoot trying to attack the far post two very similar moments firstly Pritchard ripping a great ball in Lightfoot attacking it and getting to it first just about um, but Denscombe stuck to her well and Lightfoot's contact therefore looped up a bit and was comfortably saved and then later it was Suckley who drove in a great cross Lightfoot this time managed to get just about ahead of Denscombe but under intense pressure could only put the ball over the bar the second goal did come though in the 58th minute 
And, well, what a glorious assist by Mary Gibbard, deep in the midfield, lifting it over the top. A fine pass. Again, Jones cutting in from the right, running through the middle. And lovely work by her. One-on-one -on -one with the keeper. Great first touch. And then an insouciant flick with the outside of her right foot as the keeper came out. I mean, to be fair, Novak Allen did everything right. Came out quickly, really closed down the space. But Jones was so in control. She's a good finisher. And that was a lovely, lovely finish, that. And the one-way traffic continued. Pritchard nodding, nodding the ball in. Uh, the ball fed across to the right-hand side when the cross came in. Suckley. Ah, first touch, just let it down a bit. Six yards out, stretching, couldn't quite bring it under control. Then Pritchard ripped the ball in for Jones, hunting for a hat-trick now, who put it just wide from about six yards out again with the defender getting in the way. Libby McKenzie came off, and Natasha Spearing came on in their place behind uh, the lone striker, Suckley. And immediately, there's look in the action, a tremendous interception by her as a pass was played into the box by a defender. She nipped past the player, one-on-one -on -one with the keeper, and then frustratingly lashed the ball over the bar. But a great piece of, it, of reading of the game and technique to intercept and keep the ball close and have that opportunity in the first place. Suckley then had a, a typical 25 yarder, which dipped to nicely, the keeper beaten, but just scraped over the bar before. Significant double substitution. Ruby Jones coming on, as she did so well and when called upon last season in the centre of defence to replace Katie Sharp. And then also Anna Marsh coming on for her debut, a really promising, talented youngster. She came on as well. And, well, I mean, Wrexham immediately saw the youngster showing, using her talents. The first touch was to drive a shot in from distance. She loved getting the ball in narrow central areas and running at the defenders and was really threatening. A terrific ball then by TJ Dickens over the top. TJ Hughes, I just said TJ Hughes, I can't believe I just did that. I can't believe I just drawn attention to it. How depressing. Oh well, it's happened now. Great ball by TJ Dickens over the top, but right foot in on the left-hand side, and she cut in well, uh, but couldn't quite get the, the shot off. Wrexham continuing to press. Suckley with a magnificent through ball. The ball just popped wide of the right, right post before Wrexham got the goals in added time. In the 90th minute, after Marsh had won a free kick with an excellent run through the middle, the ref tried to play the advantage, and when he could see that it wasn't going to accrue, pulled it back. TJ Dickens dinking in the most delicious chip into the top right corner. Poor keeper, absolutely no chance whatsoever. Brilliant, brilliant finish. At this point, I've got to say, this game now was really, really looking worrying uh, from the point of view of Britain Ferry. Wrexham were tearing into them, creating chances. Lightfoot was dribbling inside now and beating players. And It looked like every time Wrexham came forward, there could be another goal, and there would be another goal in added time. 92nd minute, and this one, Phoebe Davis again, coming inside from right back, clipping the great ball to the edge of the area. Suckley, well, brilliant. Perfect first touch, little half turn, drove at the player and then in the middle of the, the centre of the box and then curled it round into the top right corner. A superb finish. Some fabulous goals there by Wrexham and a fine win, a deserved win. Credit to Bretton Ferry, massively restricted in their options, battled extremely well, battled to the last when reality finally caught up with them. But they deserve huge credit, but Wrexham were impressive and now we go on to a quarter-final match in the trophy against Cardiff City at home. Looking at the performances, 
what can I say about Del Morgan? Another clean sheet. Didn't have that much to do, in all honesty. Did everything comfortably enough, but was a bit of a spectator. Across the back, I mean, right, okay, let's look at the centre-backs first. Was, they were impressive, although partly because they, they were able to step up and, and join in play. Katie Sharp had a quiet time with it, not that much to do. Delta with what she had to do well. With very little good service as a strikers. Karen Allen, in the second half, such tremendous driving forwards, joining in, just a huge presence on the pitch. Really played beautifully, put a couple of nice passes in towards the edge of the area as well. I did compliment her after the game on her stint as a right winger, and she said that she was putting in the extra work in anticipation of the pigs and blankets that she'll be having over Christmas. Fair enough, that's a good reason to make a tactical switch. Pritchard was superb on the right-hand side, just constant threat. Coming forwards, the interplay with her, with Jones, with Allen, absolutely magnificent. On the left-hand side, Phoebe Davis as well. I mean, in the first half, I would say more maybe, or an equal amount came down the left as the right, and she was prominent. I mean, the value of having her playing on the wrong side, if you will, is she's a very good inverted fullback and can come forwards, come inside into the channel and really feed some accurate... Uh, service into the box I mean she got the assist for that fourth goal with a typical clipped pass that was perfect and of course defensively rock solid um, in midfield well I mean TJ Dickens and Mary Gibbards were superb I, I like Gibbards in that position she normally plays more off the striker and I get that because she's very good at that but I enjoy it a bit deeper when she's facing the other side's goal a bit more because her range of passing is great. That assist for Cara Jones' second goal, magnificent. And Gibbons is really authoritative. And then, of course, Dickens has got all of that in spades as well. We have terrific quality and depth in midfield. And Dickens constantly regulating the game, cutting things out when Britain Ferry threatened to come forwards and also dropping off in the back to allow Allen to move to him, which just gave us that unpredictability. And, of course, she can spray great passes out from the back, notwithstanding the brilliant chip that she scored. Libby McKenzie deserved her stint as well from the stars after her star turn off the bench last Sunday and again did well. Lots of energy. That's a good control and technique. Didn't quite get the sights of goal that she'd have liked to do, but she was important in pushing Britain Ferry back and trying to prompt and create opportunities. And then, of course, the front three. On the right-hand side, Cara Jones, got to be a player of the match, even though there were so many fine performances. She was, just as ever, a constant threat driving away, uh, getting down the channel, getting round the outside, a number of crosses and passes into the box that she came up with as well, apart from those two goals, and she had other efforts as well. Um, yeah, a brilliant, outstanding, all-round performance. Deserved all the credit in the world. Amber Lightfoot on the left-hand side, again, great battle that she has on her side with Denscombe, the wing-back, which she ultimately won, not least in the latter stages when her fitness really came through and she was just skating through defenders it was brilliant to watch her when she does that she starts cutting in from the flank on the on the angle she's very hard to stop and she's great to watch she's so smooth in her dribbling great work deserved a goal one thing that rosie hughes who was a, a constant threat in the opening stages went off injured let's hope that she's okay ava suckley came on excellent fine goal but it was interesting something i've not really seen much of from her you know because often she's coming on or she's playing wide in the three playing in the center she really wanted to drop off quite deep and then also was doing the quarterback job played some glorious passes from deep positions as well and it was really interesting to see that because for me 
my experience of watching her play is that she is really focused on scoring goals. You know, when she's playing in the middle, she's doing what she did for her fourth goal, you know, just staying between the posts and, and getting shots off as often as she can. When she plays wide on the left, she wants to come in and be the second striker. That seems just natural for her. And it was really interesting for me to see this facet of her play where she was dropping deep and pinging passes around beautifully. That was really interesting. Uh, the other substitutes, of course, Ruby Jones... Uh, and Anna Marsh didn't have long to impress, but they did impress uh, in the time that they were given. Marsh, uh, really keen to run at players. I like the look of that, how she went about that. Jones as well had one very good positive drive down the, the middle and then an intelligent ball out wide at the right point when you so often see centre-backs get a bit carried away when that happens. Didn't have much to do defensively in all honesty. At that point, we were really laying siege on the Britain Ferry goal. And Natasha Spearing as well. Now, we often see her as a wide attacking substitute. So seeing her in the centre off a striker was good. And I tell you what, she looked very sharp. Really great first touch. That technique to read and intercept for that chance she got straight after coming on was impressive. Pity the finish wasn't as composed. But yes, real sharpness. She looked very good. So on the day when, worryingly, Rosie always had to go off injured... And a day when Lily Jones wasn't starting and Lucy Dixon Doran wasn't either, we showed a lot of squad depth and a lot of the squad players showed some promising signs. This was a, a good win and the momentum continues. So, with the final score of Wrexham 4, Britain Ferry 0, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.